tainted cinnamon, sickening over a hundred U.S. kids, is the problematic ingredient coming from China. A lawmaker is demanding answers. Hong Kong's most prominent pro-democracy activist and media mogul standing trial on Monday. Jimmy Lai is facing a litany of charges under Beijing's draconian national security law. And if convicted, he could serve a life sentence. North Korea sends up a missile reportedly capable of hitting the U.S. That's as Beijing meets with a senior official from Pyongyang. What do you think about the state of the Chinese market? Let us know below and subscribe if you haven't already. Welcome to China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. Applesauce with tainted cinnamon has sickened over a hundred kids in the U.S. Now a lawmaker is asking whether the problematic cinnamon came from China. Florida Senator Rick Scott is urging the Food and Drug Administration to investigate the source of cinnamon from three brands of applesauce. That's after the products caused lead poisoning in at least 125 children in the U.S., ages 1 to 6. Health officials found the lead level in some tested products to be over 500 times the acceptable threshold. The products come from Wanabana, Schnucks and Wise. Manufacturers recalled the products in October, so they should no longer be on store shelves. In a letter to the FDA on Friday, the lawmaker wrote, it also appears that the company that was selling these fruit pouches was sourcing cinnamon from an Ecuadorian supplier that may have been purchasing cinnamon from Asian countries, such as communist China. The FDA is still investigating. Last Thursday, the agency's deputy commissioner said the food may have been contaminated on purpose as part of what he called economically motivated food fraud. That means manufacturers would change ingredients in order to make products appear higher in value, therefore making a bigger profit. The FDA does not test for lead in food imported to or made in the U.S. An FDA spokesperson told Political that they have limited authority over foreign ingredient suppliers that do not directly ship products to the U.S. Cinnamon is a common spice for holiday cooking and baking. As of 2021, China was the world's fourth largest cinnamon exporter. Food fraud is a common problem in China. The most notable case is the 2008 baby formula scandal, where major manufacturers were found to be adding a toxic industrial chemical as a filler to boost profit. The tainted formula caused kidney failure and even death among Chinese babies. Over 300,000 babies were sickened. Also in 2008, tainted blood thinner from China was discovered in drug supplies in 11 countries. Federal officials said the contamination was linked to over 80 deaths in the United States. A long-anticipated trial has opened for pro-democracy media mogul Jimmy Lai. The Hong Kong activist is facing a string of litigations, all under a draconian national security law that Beijing imposed on the city. If convicted, the British citizen could spend the rest of his life in prison. Here are the details. Outside of a courthouse in Hong Kong, dozens waited in line for hours to witness an historical trial. Former media tycoon Jimmy Lai arrived in a prison van as police ramped up security in the surrounding areas. To some, it's a trial for Hong Kong's press freedom and a test for the city's judicial independence. It's very sad that Jimmy and others, including my party members, have been locked up for many, many, many months and years. 
Unlike many other high-profile figures, Jimmy Lai is considered one of Hong Kong's most prominent critics against Beijing. He was smuggled out of communist China at age 12 and began to climb all the way up to the top echelons of the city's public figures. In 1995, Lai founded Apple Daily, a popular tabloid known for its support for Hong Kong's pro-democracy movement. But 2020 marked a turning point when Beijing forced its draconian national security law onto the city. The proposition was largely seen as a way for the CCP to crush dissent outside its jurisdiction. As a result, authorities soon raided and forcibly shut down Apple Daily. Lai himself was also slapped with a litany of charges which could land him a lifetime prison sentence. Lai's son, Sebastian, said that his father's verdict is likely predetermined. It's a trial with um, three government-appointed judges, um, the, um, no jury, and uh, uh, um, the, the security minister recently boasted of a 100% conviction rate, so at an absolute champ. Sebastian is now leading an international campaign to secure his father's release. After Britain transferred control of Hong Kong to China in 1997, Beijing promised to let the city keep its democratic autonomy. Fast forward to today, the CCP's grip is still tightening as hundreds of pro-democracy activists are forced into prison or exile. Jimmy Lai's trial is expected to last for 80 days. On the sidelines of Jimmy Lai's trial, Chinese leader Xi Jinping met with Hong Kong's chief executive Monday. The official praised the Chinese leader for what he called safeguarding national security and reshaping the Hong Kong District Council system. That says critics condemn what they call the erosion of freedoms in Hong Kong under the Chinese regime. This comes as Beijing officials prepare to impose a new round of security laws on the city in the coming year. A Hong Kong citizen has found herself on a wanted list last week, put there by Hong Kong authorities. They're offering around 130,000 U.S. dollars for information leading to her arrest. The accusation? Subversion of Beijing's communist rule. NTD spoke with Francis Hui about the bounty. U.S. citizen Francis Hui is accused of various offenses under China's sweeping and vague national security law. Charges include incitement of secession and subversion, and allegedly colluding with foreign forces. The subversion and the crimes that they put on us is a way to, to cover up the actual values that we stand for. You know, this is not just targeted to Hong Kongers, but also to Uyghurs, to Tibetans, Chinese dissidents and Taiwanese, who have constantly be on the side of democracy and freedom. And if that's the crime, um, then so be it. Wei says she's been charged with calling on foreign countries to impose sanctions on China and accused of creating hostile activities against the CCP. We are criminalized for things that we were doing here on U.S. soil. And all we were doing, it's not colluding with foreign forces, it's not subversion. It's just standing on the streets, speaking up to the truth and justice and for democracy. Hui believes the charges are retaliation to U.S. sanctions on close to 50 Hong Kong officials, judges and prosecutors behind the suppression of civil liberties. She suspects it's an effort to cut off support and dissuade others both at home and abroad. They really like to use that term that this is an internal, you know, uh, affair, that, um, you know, they condemn any uh, interference from foreign country. But 
look at us. We are here in the U.S. There are people uh, that are that uh, you know. There are bountied individuals that are residing in the U.K. in Australia. Hui says her case is another sign the U.S. government and its policy haven't done enough to stop the intimidation and harassment, despite applying various sanctions and taking steps like forming the House Select Committee on the CCP. There is a lack of cooperation between um, the U.S. and other democratic allies in, in their strategy to hold China accountable to stop these behavior happening. Um, I think we should start from looking into the issue of transnational repression and really uh, drill down to the issue and try to protect activists um, that are residing in the U.S. Aside from Congress, Hui says the general public and international community need to educate themselves about the Chinese regime's human rights violations to protect the values they hold dear. A rising threat in East Asia, North Korea launching a ballistic missile Sunday. Its range enough to hit anywhere in the U.S. That's according to Japan's defense ministry. The ministry noted the missile flew for over an hour before falling into the sea west of Japan. North Korea followed up that launch with a statement condemning the U.S. The incident comes after the arrival of a U.S. nuclear-powered submarine in South Korea Sunday. The U.S. and South Korea have increased the intensity of joint military drills against the rising threats from North Korea and its allies. The country has recently tested a range of ballistic missiles. It claims it launched its first military spy satellite last month. China called for peace and stability following the launch. After North Korea sent up the missile, China's Foreign Minister Wang Yi met with a senior North Korean official in Beijing. Wang said Beijing always sees its ties with North Korea from a strategic and long-term perspective, and that China is willing to strengthen two-way communications with North Korea. The two also talked about issues of common concern. Though officials did not give details. North Korea is China's only official ally. Both are bound by a treaty to help each other in the event of an attack or an attempted attack by a third country. In addition to North Korea, Beijing is also further bolstering ties to Russia. China's vice premier met with his Russian counterpart last Friday to discuss energy cooperation. Russia is leaning closer to China amid Western sanctions. Russian President Vladimir Putin praised ties between the two countries on Thursday. He estimates bilateral trade could reach $230 billion this year, higher than their $200 billion target. We are thinking about further expansion of supplies to China. We are considering other countries as possible consumers. China is now Russia's biggest energy buyer. Japan stepping up security ties with Southeast Asia to counter Beijing's aggression. The Japanese prime minister said Sunday he would work with leaders in the region to promote peace and stability. As divisions and confrontations deepen and the world faces compounded crises, Japan will tackle the issues together with Asia, which is the linchpin of a free and open Indo-Pacific. ASEAN is an international body that includes major countries in the region, such as the Philippines, Indonesia, Singapore and Malaysia. Most of them have territorial disputes with China. Beijing has already been ramping up provocation there, preventing Filipino vessels from delivering supplies to a disputed island. Japan and Malaysia struck a deal. Under it, Japan would provide a nearly $3 million grant to boost Malaysia's maritime security. Japan also promised Indonesia a grant of up to $63 million. 
The money aims to give Indonesia's maritime security capability a shot in the arm. U.S.-Japan ties are also getting a boost, and it's targeting a sector China dominates. Japan's Nippon Steel is acquiring U.S. steel in an all-cash deal valued at nearly $15 billion. The acquisition will make Nippon one of the top three steel-producing companies in the world. Rival company Cleveland Cliffs offered about half that money just four months ago, but got turned down. U.S. Steel will keep its name and its headquarters in Pittsburgh. Nippon said that it will honor all current collective bargaining agreements. Steel prices more than quadrupled early in the pandemic to almost $2,000 a ton. Soaring prices have helped fuel consolidation in the steel industry over the past decade. But the U.S. Steel CEO said the acquisition should help rather than hurt competition. Over half of the world's steel production is now based in China. Most U.S. production uses older blast furnace technology. More on the economy. Chinese banks are selling off bad loans at a record pace. With the Chinese market spiraling, more and more Chinese companies are having a hard time repaying their loans to Chinese banks. This week alone, six Chinese banks plan to issue more than $210 million worth of securities, all of them based on bad loans. Typical buyers include fund managers, wealth management firms, and specialist distressed debt investors, plus some hedge funds who are still betting on a future economic recovery for China. Coming up, tech-based hybrid warfare and weaponized AI technology. How dangerous is personal bias coming from those who program AI? And could it impact next year's U.S. presidential election? We discuss these issues with Rex Lee, cybersecurity advisor at MySmart Privacy. We're on that after the break here on China In Focus. Welcome back to China In Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. With advanced AI technology comes the risk of it being weaponized, both by hostile foreign countries and opposing political parties inside the U.S. We spoke to Rex Lee, cybersecurity advisor at MySmart Privacy, about two very controversial subjects, both of them closely tied to next year's presidential election. He raises a critical question. How might the Chinese Communist Party use AI to target America? Let's dive in. Rex Lee, thank you so much for joining us. Great to have you back on the show. Thank you, Tiffany, for having me on the show this week. Now, ChatGPT and AI are still making the headlines, but what about how search engines are using them for pulling up wrong information? You actually did a test with two very controversial subjects. Tell us about what you found using them. Yeah, uh, so everybody today is relying on uh, chat G- GPT. We're hearing about it in the news constantly. And, and by now, throughout the year, uh, Microsoft and Google has been uh, integrating ch- uh, AI chat GPT with all of their products. Um, Google was integrating BART into all their uh, Chrome web search uh, engine, uh, as well as their uh, uh, web browsers. Uh, and Microsoft is doing the same thing. They've integrated uh, Chat G- GTP into Microsoft Bing and Edge uh, uh, web browser and search engine and so forth. So I wanted to test how accurate uh, the GP- GTP is and uh, see how the AI was reacting 
um, and, and what type of results the AI was producing on searches. So I went back and I, I took two very controversial uh, stories that were in the news over the last uh, five or six years. And they're stories that are somewhat relevant to the 2024 election because uh, uh, Biden and Trump are running against each other again. So the first, uh, the first question that I wanted to ask it to see what the results were uh, was, did Trump collude with Russia? And that's a simple question. Uh, and I wanted to see if uh, the AI would just simply pull up the facts regarding the Mueller report because the Mueller report concluded that there was no Russian collusion. And I wanted to see if um, uh, how that would, uh, uh, what the results were with that. Now the search results pulled up, the search results pulled up 175,000 results, um, which is a lot. Uh, and uh, but what was interesting was the very top search result was a story from the Hill that was published on uh, in April of 2021. So an old story came at the top of the search result, and the title of that uh, story uh, simply states this: "There was Trump-Russia collusion." So I found it interesting that uh, now you have um, Edge. Uh, browser and uh, search engine supported by AI through Bing, uh, Microsoft's uh, search engine. And, uh, and here you get an old story that has been since proved false that populated the top of the, the search result. So let me go back to what uh, the uh, Microsoft AI chat GPT bot search assistant had to say about the uh, Trump-Russia collusion uh, search. It, it simply stated this, I'm sorry, but I'm not able to provide a definitive answer to that question. The investigation into the alleged collusion between former President Donald Trump and Russia has been a controversial and complex to uh, topic. The Mueller report concluded that there was no evidence of a conspiracy between the Trump campaign and Russia to influence the 2016 presidential election. And then it goes on to state this. However, some media outlets have raised concerns about the possibility of collusion, and the topic remains a subject of debate. That's not true. That is quite disturbing what you've uncovered there. And these are still kind of the early stages of AI and chat GPT. Yes. Now, Help us understand this term that you've mentioned called weapons generative AI. Tell us about that and how does that work? It's a generative pre-trained transformer, meaning that the uh, algorithms in the AI are trained. Who are they trained by? AI or humans? They're trained by humans. Uh, but you can see where Microsoft if they have programmers that have a political bias, they can add that political bias in there, which either I see that happening here. A, another concerning fact right there. Now, Microsoft has been pushing the fact that AI ChatGPT will produce the most accurate and truthful results on any subject matter. But given what you discovered and just laid out for us, what does that mean in terms of future generations as this use of AI becomes more and more common? How will people be able to find the facts? Well, let me cite the uh, Hunter Biden certain uh, uh, I simply typed in is the Hunter Biden laptop story Russian disinformation that was the question uh, we all know today that it, it was it is not Russian disinformation and that's been reported by uh, credible news agencies like CBS News and and others um, but what was shocking was the results again 
when I typed in that question, is the Hunter Biden laptop Russian story, Russian disinformation, the very number one news um, result that came up at the top of the search was an old article from Politico. Uh, this article was uh, dated October 19, 2020, and it states that the Hunter Biden story is Russian disinformation, referencing the 50 former senior intelligence officers who signed a letter stating that it had the earmarks of Russian uh, disinformation, but that has since been disproved, and it has been proved that the laptop was in fact owned by Hunter Biden. So again, I clicked on the uh, chat GPT uh, bot assistant and, and I wanted to see what uh, Microsoft's AI had to say about this. Here's what the, the AI chat GP, GTP bot assistant had to say. According to a fact check by Newsweek, the claim that the Hunter Biden laptop story is Russian disinformation is false. So it leads off by telling you the fact that it's false. But then the, the the computer program or the AI has its own opinion about it. It follows up the fact with this. However, more than 50 former senior intelligence officials have signed a letter outlining their belief that the recent disclosure of emails allegedly belonging to Hunter Biden has all the classic earmarks of, Russian informa of a Russian information operation. Director, then it goes back to the facts. And this is strange. Director of National Intelligence John Ratcliffe, however, has stated that the information on Biden's laptop is not part of a Russian disinformation campaign. And then it further goes on to give its opinion, again, confusing the, the, the person searching the question. It is important to note that the uh, ver uh, veracity of the claims made in the Hunter Biden laptop story is still a matter of debate and, uh, and investigation. Wow, quite concerning, and especially chatbots with their own opinions. Well, uh, Rex Lee, thank you yeah. so much for your time. Yeah, uh, thank you. Thank you very much. That's all for today's China In Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. If you have any feedback on the show or have something you'd like to see us cover, send us an email at chinainfocusntd.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for watching. See you tomorrow.